Welcome to the Black Men Think Podcast. If this is your first time here, know that the views and opinions expressed by the Black Men Think Podcast, are those of the Black Men Think Podcast and not the individual members. With that being said we're about to be unapologetically, undeniably black. Enjoy. Hey, I just got one question. When the last time you had to stand up for your blackness? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Oh, man, today, I think. <laughs> today. <laughs> today, bro. Like, at the office, and we got into this debate about black church and versus, you know, white church. And right. mm, I had to make some comments and kind of level set a little bit because, mm. um, you know, it was a debate on whether or not, like, the black church was relevant. Mm. <clears throat> and while I, you know, have some very strong opinions about what church should be, you know, in all facets, regardless of, like, what the what the color of the people are, um, it was more or less an opportunity to remind people that the black church is really the center of the black community, mm. or at least it has been historically. And, you know, well. while we see a lot of craziness in, in, in certain facets of the black church, like, at the end of the day, um, you know, I think it's like the epicenter of our progression, and yeah, it always yeah. has been. Right. And always um, has been. and it was just a, always has been, you know. And it was just kind of an opportunity to remind people, like, don't don't sleep. Like, as much as we need work, just just like anybody else, like this will always kind of be the centerpiece of our community, right? Because yeah. it has to be. Right. 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 Yeah. What about you, Tor? Um, man, honestly, I think it's a, it's a day-to-day thing that you have to do that. It, it really takes different facets depending on the situation. Um, what I am seeing a lot of times, I have to stand by my blackness um, against other blacks, you know. <laughs> and that's the crazy part. Uh, right, you know, they, they, they look at, at, at you as you rise and get promoted and things of that nature. Mm. And at, with with promotion, and I'm quite sure Chris can attest to that, comes different levels of responsibility that if you ain't been in that level, you don't understand. Right. Um, and so a lot of times it's, it's, it's me really just trying to say, look, it's not about necessarily a black or white thing, but it's about at the end of the day, what's right, what's wrong. Yeah. Um, um, but in that, I do have a black perspective because that's, that's the perspective that I, I happen to, to have. But... But at the end of the day, there's only certain things that I'm gonna stand for. Period. Point blank. Mm-hmm. No matter because what. It's right it, or wrong. Because it's right or wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I think a lot of times that's what it sometimes come down to, and then also with the decisions that I have to make or the recommendations I have to give to other people to make decisions. So, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, so for me, I think it's a it's a day to day type of thing that it just take different facets just depending on what the situation is. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's deep. What about no, you, Chris? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I mean, I think exactly to what Tori's point was that it just depends on the situation. I feel that there are, for whatever reason, some days where it seems like every conversation I'm having to assert myself in a very black man way to remind people of that. And um, and then there's other moments where I'm just kind of like I fall back and I just kind of assess the situation. I'll give you a really great example of what just happened. I was just going to ask you, like, a, give us a real example because a lot of people don't get to see that craziest situation honestly and this is actually where I had to assert my blackness and also my humanity right because oftentimes what we're talking about when we're having to assert our blackness is the idea that we are human and that we're not other so 
wife and I are walking into our apartment building. Um, you know, God is good. We live in a nice apartment. Lux, as some people may call it. We have a concierge downstairs. Um, they, you know, receive all of our packages. You got to sign them out, and they deliver them to you the whole nine. We walk down. Uh, we know the concierge very well. We're friendly with them. Um, it's kind of been a rolling group of folks over the last two two plus years that we've been here, and come in, a lot of packages, and I'm like, hey, you know, we're in this apartment. Great. Let's roll back there. They go to get the package. So the white woman was actually uh, just before us, and so her package was coming out at that same time. Crystal's standing to the left of me, and the white woman grabs her package, and literally, if you can imagine your body being <clears throat> a small distance between the countertop or the landing, if you will, and her body, like uh, no space that anybody of any sense will walk through. But she takes her mm-hmm. big box and walks right through Crystal. Nah. Literally. Nope. It doesn't say excuse me. It doesn't say anything. And it was like nah, Crystal kind of had to like fall back a little bit. And then the concierge woman is like, whoa. And I said, excuse me, um, you know, you just walked through my wife. And she says, oh, excuse me, calm down. And I said, nah, whoa, 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 calm. <laughs> yeah, and so you already know you already know what direction that's going to go when it, when it comes, oh, yeah, you know, because yeah, first automatic. off, objectively, objectively, come on now, like this is not a racial conversation that we're starting out with, but then it goes there. It's just, a, like I say, it, a humanity thing, right? And I say, Yeah, because you're just, you just disrespecting my wife, so. Exactly, exactly. You know, like you just yeah. <laughs> casually walk through her space, number one, and then you did it in such a disregarding way. And then when I say, you know, she said, uh, oh, well, excuse me, just calm down. And I said, well, no, I'm not going to calm down. You know, you owe my wife an apology because you just rudely went through. Don't get aggressive. Why are you getting so loud and aggressive? And, like, oh, goes immediately. Uh, into all went there. The yep, there's the label. Yeah, I mean, immediately. <laughs> all the words. Like, all the, the trigger words. All the buzzwords. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Immediately. And so I'm like. I feel like at this point, like Wayne Brady on the Dave Chappelle, like is Wayne Brady gonna have to, you know? <laughs> and <laughs> understanding that ain't, that's not how I rock. So let's be clear, that, that you know, there ain't no uh, abuse or violence right. in this yeah. household, or right. you know. Just, but in my yeah. mind, I'm like, wow, she really is going there, and I, I, I think we just gonna have to go there. And I said, you know, look, we have been, you know, and then because she's super dismissive at this point, and she's rolling her eyes, she mm-hmm. just walks away, doesn't acknowledge. You know, either uh, my wife or, or myself or even the concierge woman, tell, she doesn't say thank you for getting her package or any of that. And I said, you know, wow. see, this is that energy that I don't like in this building. I said, we've been here for two years. We've known some situations that have happened with previous concierges and other residents of here. And I said, with all due respect, this is that white entitlement sometimes in these elite spaces that make others not feel comfortable. And then she goes, mm-hmm. Oh, whoa, you want to take it there? Honey, 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 <laughs> calm down. Calm down, honey. Stop being so aggressive. Stop being so aggressive. And, you know, people are kind of like looking at like, wow, what is going on right here yeah, in this moment? And, zero to you know, 30. I just had to remind her. I said, you know, look, we are humans, too. I live in this building mm-hmm. also. You're not better than me. We are the same, if anything, because we live in the same space. So I don't understand what's going on here. And she's like, oh, um, I can't wait to. She was like, oh, and then she goes, I can tell y'all don't have no friends in this building. And I said, hmm. wait, what? Wow. Are we in high school? 
Like, it just, all honestly, right. wow. as you can probably tell from this interaction, it was all over the place. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, feel yeah. Like in, I feel like in that moment, I honestly, it wasn't so much that I had to say, like, hey, I'm a black man, and you disrespected me, you know, as a black person. I had to remind this woman of my humanity, right? Like, you went through my me and my wife's space. You you ignored yeah. us as if we didn't exist, and that oftentimes yeah. is what it actually manifests in. It's less of, at least for me and my perspective all the time, of like having to tell somebody like, oh, well, this is what black people think, or like, oh, this is what I think because I'm a black person, but it's a reminder of the humanity in that, you know, I'm in this space. And you see it. You, you see it play out, quite honestly, in a lot of like, professional environments a lot of times and sometimes these environments where they may be categorized as maybe like you know elite or kind of like on that level because quite honestly you're not seeing a lot of people of color in spaces in 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 that way and so sometimes there's this idea of i mean you know it's the same way that i can be at a function which has happened numerous times and i'm like i'm suited and booted i'm in a i can be I, i have literally been in a tuxedo before and someone says, hey, can you go get me another drink? And not the, like, honestly, sorry, I know, like, we, got a lot, we got a lot of ground to cover, but uh, one other funny scenario, and I think y'all going to love this, and this reason, I feel like this can go in a lot of different directions. I'm at a, uh, a gala, uh, this is a couple months ago. I am probably one of maybe not even 10 black people in this entire function of maybe like 800, 900 people. So like a, a sizable amount of people. This is in New York City. I'm in a tuxedo. I mean, I'm fresh, sharp, doing my thing, you know, all the, you know, peak lapel, all that. Um, oh, talk your talk. <laughs> talk your talk. You know, you know it's, it's, I'm, look, I'm looking good, feeling good, feeling great. How are you? So I'm at the, uh, the yeah. counter where the, where the bartender is serving drinks, and um, I'm there, and one of the actual hosts of this event um, who's kind of got this big personality. I mean, no, I'm going to kind of diplomatically tiptoe around a lot of this, and you'll pick up on all of the sensibility. He's the host of this. It's a very well-established organization, a very well-established organization for a certain subset of people in in the world um great people um but just you know i'm gonna keep it vague at this point mm-hmm. comes up to me and does a thing that we all have had this experience at times and we're the only person in these spaces and grabs grabs me starts you know feeling on my arms and my shoulder like oh you know muscular man muscular uh you, you know going in there and obviously we all know what all that stuff kind of bingo we might as well just you know <laughs> So I'm like kind of laughing it yeah. off because I'm like, all right, well, there's really not much that I can do in this, you know, because, you know, if I respond yeah. the way that I would want to respond, you already know how that goes. Right. If I walk away, which I kind of tried to do, you know, it makes it a little awkward. I'm right by one of the people who had just performed on the stage, like the actual co-host and performer. So I'm kind of like in a, in a space where there's like people who are watching everything that's going on. So I'm just cognizant of that. And he's talking to me. He's like, you're a handsome young man, you know, and kind of get into that. And he goes... Now give me a fucking drink. What? <laughs> and I, what? Because I'm like at this point, I'm like, am I on TV? He, he goes, now give me a fucking what? drink, and then get these two ladies drinks here. These like two random women that are with him, and Bruh. there's some elements that I'm leaving out here just because I don't want to like expose, you know. Yeah, and the types of people that I was around. But let me just say that this was. There's no other way to interpret this besides racial like 
The Period. people that I shared this with after the fact completely knew that it was. They've been familiar with these types of behaviors before sometimes in these spaces. Crazy, and they, bro. you know, they were so apologetic because they're like, oh, my God, we cannot believe this happened. I mean, there were people looking at me like mortified, you know, like, yeah. how do you respond to that? Because, mind you, this is the head of this organization. Um, he's uh, inebriated, not really kind of on his A game. But he's like, give right. me a, give me a fucking drink. Yo, how did and you I respond? Like, well, so here's the thing, and this is where for me, you you have these conflict, these conflicting moments internally, where you're like, all right, do I turn I up? Honestly, on this? I have no, you, man. I know you just, you just like you don't know, you don't, you don't know what your true recourse yeah, should be. You don't know what to do. Yeah, right. You don't because once again, if I escalate this then I'm the problem. I'm the one that did something right, wrong. Right. Right. Exactly. And it, and it right, ignores right, right. kind of like what the, what the impetus was or like why I was provoked. And then on top of that, the, the idea that like the perception of us oftentimes is the aggressor. So like you really can't even say anything sometimes in these spaces or in those moments. And so I was like, <laughs> kind of like, Looked at the bartender, was like, yeah, and then kind of like walked off. He's like, I like this guy over here. Ah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I walked away because that was kind of the best way that I could handle that in that moment. Um, But what I did was I let let some other people know. Yeah. Chris, um, and and I'm sorry for cutting you off, but I'm I'm listening to you. And um, one side, it is fun and jokes because we we looking at hindsight and, and we 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 reflecting on situations that we've been through, but there's part of me that just like so pissed off that we have to choose how we react. Man, look, man, like we have to we have to choose, we have to choose how to react in the moment. In the moment, right? And, and it's like I don't. It, it it truly pisses me off because there I know all of us have been in situations that. We have been around people where we have to, if there is a full sidewalk yeah. and white people are coming towards us, we have to move out the way. Yeah. And it's like, why are we moving out the way? It's like we're trying to de-escalate situations when we're not even the cause of the problems of these situations. And it's just yeah, like, it's mind-boggling to me that we deal with this all the time. And what's crazy is like any... Any level of emotional reaction is deemed an overreaction. And aggressive. Absolutely. And aggressive. Like the lady said, you know? aggressive. Why are you being so aggressive? I mean, look at the um look at look like look at what's happening currently. Like, I mean, you think about the Gabrielle Union situation. Um what show was that? Um what is it? What are like, ABC a, I think or, like America's Got Talent or, or America's Voice got talent. or whatever? America's yeah. Got Talent. Right. Um you think of Orlando uh uh Bloom, I think Bloom, it is. Bloom, his Bloom, situation. Yeah. American Gods. Yeah, yeah American Gods. Yeah. Um, Jones, Jones, um, and uh, I mean it's just crazy eternal, because eternal gods or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like any scenario that we get put in, if we respond in a way that, in any kind of way, just kind of stands up for ourselves, is deemed as like over emotional right. and angry black man, angry black man, yeah. and come on, you're doing too much. Of course, that's not where we are. Like I was just watching like entertainment tonight, and they tried to completely. Um, you know, almost negate everything that Orlando uh, Jones, I think it's Jones, Orlando Jones. Yes, Jones is not Bloom's Yeah, Jones. Bloom's uh, the white actor. Um, but like everything that he has said um, in reference to getting kicked off of that show, right. you know. Um, and I know he had a real like emotionally charged scene that kind of spoke to yeah. um, the current state of African-Americans in this country. 
Um, and it seems like, you know, everything went downhill after that. And then his 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 um, his role was not renewed for the next season, basically. And yeah. he spoke out against the creators of the show, um, you know, and already like people are, are deeming him as over emotional, overreacting. You know, same thing with Gabrielle, uh, Gabrielle Union and, you know, um, how she spoke about, you know, getting flack for her different hairstyles on, on mm-hmm. America's Got Talent. You know, when why can't a black woman show her true beauty and her true nature in, right, in a right. multiple variety of facets, right. you know, namely with her hair, you know, and as soon as she takes a stance on it, you know, it's like there's this outcry from the public of, oh, she's doing too much. And I mean, that's just the world we live in. man. It it's, is. Right. It's, it's very it's upsetting. World. But how do you like navigate through that? Well, with that, you know, one of the things that even though how it doesn't matter how mad or upset we get about it um, in the background. What I am on one hand taking the positive from it is that at least we know the rules of the game. Mm, we okay. we at least know how the game is going to be played so that at least we can kind of strategize. Um, and so, you know, with taking those type of things into account, you have to overthink a lot of times mm-hmm. um um it, it's it's truly hard for some people but yeah, realistically that's really it it literally is a, is a mental term. gymnastic yeah. um and so you know my wife asked me all the time why am i so tired when i get home because like i'm in my head all day all day because i have to think three or four yeah. steps ahead to Absolutely. make sure that I say things in a certain way, right. in a Bruh. certain light, right. and, and you know, and my emotions are in a certain way, in a certain. Light. So, I like that is really exhausting and really yeah. taxing. Yeah. Um, so, Tori, I want to um, let's remember that because we didn't properly introduce this podcast. So, look, <laughs> we, this we, is, we dove in. <laughs> this is the Black Men Think podcast, right? Yeah. And, and so, uh, what you're gonna hear are, are black men giving our thoughts on our day-to-day things that we're dealing with these these conversations that we have in our group chat yeah like we are it's seven of us all together right now i know you're only hearing four voices like i'm i'm jd yeah uh we got shout out to the homies man i'm marlon yeah i'm tory chris Chris. here chris Chris calling from D.C. right now. Yeah. So you're going to hear that sometimes. Like, we got friends that are across the country. So we got Chris in D.C. He's going to call in at times. We got uh, Brian. Three other guys. Three yeah, other guys, yeah. man. Brian's all the way in L.A., so yeah. he, he'll call in from time to time. Um, we got Corey. Corey yeah. You know, we got, we got Lasana. We call him Ace. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Lasana, a lot of – yeah, Ace, Ace Harris, man. Um, you know, and, and pretty much, man, this is just a, a conglomerate of, of, of homeboys, man, of brothers who – we found each other in college, man. Mm-hmm. Like like first couple days of college, right. I think each one of us had met somebody, and, right. and by the third day, all of us knew each other. Yeah, right. and we've been we've been literally <laughs> brothers ever since. You Absolutely. Know? Shout Absolutely. out to Georgia State, you know? the Georgia State University, the GSU, the best yeah. college yeah. Yeah. in the world. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, man. Absolutely. You know, and it's it's been a journey, man. Like we we've literally watched each other go from, and this is cliche, but from boys to men. You know, <laughs> right. like we we started as some little young. <laughs> Oversized Reebok wearing. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I know, my bad. You know, just you know, go ahead and throw that out there. Belor headband you know wearing. Belor headband right. wearing. <laughs> Braid, dirty braids. Braids. Cut off khakis. You know, no, no, no fashion, fashion at all. Whatsoever. Big jerseys, right. jerseys, yeah. all of that. Yeah, yeah. You know. So, like, what you gonna get on this podcast? 
Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, and now, and now, you know, six out of seven married men, mm-hmm. all you know, successful black men in our own in our own fields. You know, moving higher and higher. Um, you know, honestly, for the culture, um, right, right. And, and for the representation of the positive representation of black men in right. America, in a, in a world that does not um, label us as valuable. You know, we're creating value, Correct. and um, and that's who we are. That's black man think. Yeah, and 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 man, truth be told, it's. Yeah, it's seven of us, and, and between the seven of us, there's like twelve kids. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, I got like a third. Nice. Oh so, nice. so all of the kids are from the wives. Let's be yeah, very right. clear yeah. about oh, that. Oh, hey, say that again. Say that. Yeah. Let's, from let's the make wives. that clear. Yeah, from yeah. the wives. The wives. Yeah. The wife. The wife. One. Yeah. The first. The first. The wives of the collective, right? But the only wife. One hundred percent. Yeah. These, yeah. these men. Um, not to mention right. that out of the right. out of the out of the seven of us, six of us are married, right? And the yeah. one who's not yeah. married yeah. is you know, he's still out there, but he is a committed man. He's knocking him down. Shout out to Corey, man. No, but I, you know, I think I think this is this is a this I mean, you said it best, both of you all, all of us, honestly, but black men and our voices need to be heard and they need to be heard in a righteous way. Um, mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. are often, uh, you know, everyone else opines on our perspective. Everyone else speaks about us. You turn on, you know, the sports channel and you got people opining on black players. You turn on the, poli- po- you know, mm-hmm. political networks. They're opining on things about black, uh, black men and black issues and people who don't look like us. It's fine because that's the world we live in, but you're going to get that real and raw from us, black men, committed black men, educated yeah. black men, professional black men, men of faith, men who are grounded, and right. men who love their families and their community. And so that's what you're going to get on this podcast. Um, so we're and just me, excited and, about let that. Let me add to that, Chris. Men, men who struggle and are, and are willing to struggle in public. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like men, men who are flawed, men who have challenges, men who have frustrations, uh, men who want to overreact and and overreact for the fun of it because we deserve to right, right. but but still know how to perform in in heated moments and um and can still uh you know just still show a good representation of who a black man is and also to that you know we also realize that the black woman is, is our source of our strength to help that. push us and have our back Say that. um because I all of us that are married at one point or another um, our current wives have held it down Man. for us oh, yeah. to enable oh, us yeah. to do the things that we do to get to where we are now. Yeah. So shout out to the wives yeah. um, to because we wouldn't be able to do this without them. And shout out to those black mothers that we came from That's right. who we know for a fact were there for us and um, and, and put something in us that, that we couldn't help but give something back to this world, you know? So facts. that's what Absolutely. we come from, man. We come from black culture. We are black culture, man. This is black man think. Yeah, and we unapologetically yeah. black, so yeah. sorry. Unapologetically <laughs> black. And you know, like Maxine Waters says, we reclaiming our time. We are reclaiming right. our yeah, time. You, say it. you know, um, it's interesting to this same point to reflect on just kind of the state of things right now. Um, and the black male perspective is what's needed right now. We're at a cr- uh, critical point where we're at right now in history and in our society, and I think it's time for us to stand up. Now, what we're going to hear at times are people who, we're counterculture, right? Like we said, we have yeah. a group of black men who are committed, who are 
professional who uh, are men of faith who are who we are. And sometimes that doesn't fit into the archetypical structure that the media portrays. So right. for those of y'all that don't know us, you're going to get to know us. But this is actually what we're and, really and about. Chris, and Chris, I'm going to add this to it too. And, and sometimes we don't all agree. No. So we're going to argue on this podcast. We're going to argue on this podcast. Big time. Oh, yeah. We, we definitely so you're going to hear, hear a lot of perspectives. Right? Yeah, you're going to hear a lot of perspectives. And, and I think that's important to point out that, it you know, you cannot put black men in one box. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, Chris spoke to it earlier, you know, there's a humanity about us before there's anything. Right. right. You know, we're all individuals. We all have individual thought. We all have individual experiences. We have individual ways of responding to those experiences. Um, and to say the least, you know, let's just dead the fact that a black man or a black person has to, you know, represent the whole. At the right. end of the day, we're right. more right. than this small, you know, grouping of people. We right. are dynamic. Right. We are full. We are, no, right. bro, not at all. You right. know, we, and we got a lot to say from a lot of different spaces. And not only mm-hmm. that, we, you know, it's, a, it's the fact that we like to stretch and push one another. Yeah. You know, iron sharpens iron. So, yeah. you know, we, we really... Uh, push one another to be better, no matter the f- the sphere that you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 as you get to know us, um, and uh, you you're gonna see the dynamic um, that this group brings and the intelligence that we also possess. Um, but then also how we also believe in humanity and pushing things forward. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. that's great. Absolutely. The Black, Black Men, Men Think, Think Podcast. Podcast.